0: Hey explorers, remember when we said a few, I think a few months ago, um, if we reached a certain goal on Patreon, we would get new intro music for the podcast. Well, we reached our Patreon goal and we cannot thank you guys enough. We finally got some new music for the podcast and Patricia and I are really, really excited it is so upbeat and so much fun just like the podcast right trish
1: no it's so exciting you guys okay (laughs) (laughs) okay
0: okay all right all right so here is the debut of our brand new intro
1: Welcome to episode 91 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland, and coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at TDRExplorer.com, on Twitter and on Instagram at TDRExplorer, and at Facebook.com slash TDRExplorer. I'm one of your hosts, Patricia, the official photographer for TDR Explorer, and you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at DreamSweetsLove, and without further ado, here is the ever-handsome and cute Chris. Chris, what's going on?
0: (laughs) It's hot. It's getting hot now.
1: (laughs) It's so hot. Everybody's complaining about it. I love it. I love it. I live for this.
0: It's not even, it's not even like that hot yet. It's just, it's getting hotter.
1: Finally, finally, finally. it's finally
0: getting hot. Finally. As Trish said, I'm one of the other hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And besides trying not to melt, um, I'm the one eating all the seasonal food at the parks. And also, very soon, I'm going to be wearing head-to-toe, Chippendale, summer, everything. And I'm... <laughs> I'm excited to do that. I'm, I'm gonna go to the, go to Bon Voyage or wherever. I'm just gonna throw money at the counter and take my Chip and Dale stuff and leave. It's, I am that excited for it.
1: I, I wonder, okay, like, do you think whoever does the merch, did they, were you like their muse for this season? Maybe. Cause I kind of feel like that's the case. <laughs>
0: that's happening <laughs> you know what i mean
1: because <laughs> it's, it's like it's insane it's like the best like chippendale has had a lot of really good merch over the years but i like it's amazing the colors are amazing the design is amazing it's cute it's it's vibrant it's fun and it's so you that i'm, I'm kind it of is. freaking out
0: i know i i, I... I'm pretty sure someone, like the, the person who designed it listens to the podcast and thought, you know what? I'm going to make something just for him. <laughs> so if, <laughs> so if you're out there and you're listening, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. So we have a few house cleaning, house cleaning things. Yeah. That's the word. <laughs> we have a few housekeeping house. Yeah. There we go. Housekeeping, housekeeping things. Yeah. House cleaning. <laughs> I'm terrible at these things. We anyway. can
1: use whatever. We can make up our own words.
0: That's what we like to do here. Yeah. That's what we like to do. <laughs> so, first, we're going to talk about Patreon. And um, as we already uh, talked about earlier, we had the debut of our brand new intro music and that is because thanks to all our explorers who are supporting us on Patreon. You guys made it happen. So thank you. Thank you so much. We can't thank you enough for that. Um, if you'd like to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash TDR now. And we also have a link in the show notes. And of course, we have some perks that we offer to you as well to make it worth your while. If you pledge $5, you'll get access to our episodes 24 hours before everybody else. And who doesn't love early access? I know I do. Um and then we also have our very popular $15 pledge. And what what does this get you? This gets you access to our bonus episodes, which are only for our Patreon subscribers who are pledging $15 or more. You get to hear Patricia swear like a sailor, and <laughs> or wait, no, I, I like should say swear like a pirate, yeah. like a pirate. There we go. And what do I do? I don't know what I do. I, I do whatever. you swear
1: on the boat? I think you do sometimes. I
0: think I think like once or twice, and I feel really bad when I do. <laughs> So, so if you want to hear that, uh, go and pledge the $15. And also, you get access to all the previous bonus episodes as well. So, that's pretty awesome. Alright, um, so we got the Patreon stuff down. And now we have, what are we, what, what, what are we talking about this episode?
1: Okay, we've got our news. Um, and we actually have news this week. We've got our crowd forecast. We've, we're revisiting park etiquette. Um, and I guess we'll mention why on the news. And uh, we have our park tip, our listener question, and we have a very beautiful um, letter sent to us by one of the listeners that we're also going to read uh, at the end. So uh, let's get started.
0: Yay. <laughs> All
1: right.
0: News, 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 okay. news. Um Merchandise, oh my goodness, merchandise, there's so much merchandise out right now. Oh I
1: goodness. want everything. I'm,
0: I'm too excited for this. I, like, okay, I don't get super excited over merchandise because, you know, after a while, we've kind of seen it all, you know, merchandise changes on a monthly basis, it gets really hard to keep up with it, right? Yeah. But sometimes, sometimes merchandise comes out and it's just like, it's mind blowing. And as we already mentioned, the Chippendale stuff that I am gonna go and get as soon as I can. I mean everything. Because I need the shirt. I need the socks. I need the shorts, and I need the glasses. There's
1: gla- there's sunglasses. Those glasses are to die for.
0: Yeah, and I'm gonna wear it like every day. Every day. That is what I'm gonna do.
1: You're gonna need like because if you wear it every day with the summer heat. And the washing every day, you're going to wear it out. So you're going to need a couple of different, like, you're going to need doubles.
0: That's true. Or maybe triple. Or
1: triples. Because you want to save, like, one that's untouched for, like, a few years in the future. In case there's, like, a Chippendale, like, merch trout. You know? Yeah. (laughs)
0: That's a good idea.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is, okay, so this is going to sound really weird, but that's actually something that I do. I'll buy something and I won't touch it until a few years have passed and then I'll use it and people will be like hey where'd you get that <laughs> you know because I'm, oh, yeah. I'm such a freaking weirdo like that
0: <laughs> well that's that. That's actually kind of smart because then people because by then people would have forgotten about it right
1: yeah and it looks and then, brand new so they're like what you know? where's
0: that worker? I get it it's like oh you can't <laughs>
1: it's gone it's been gone <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is vintage oh no <laughs> Terrible. Uh, but so the merchandise, yeah, um, all the summer merchandise is out or like going to be out once this podcast is released. Um, we got all the summer stuff at Disneyland and some the pirates stuff at Disney Sea. And then we have all like the resort wide merchandise as well, which is a lot of like there's a lot of fruit stuff, which I think we've already mentioned before.
1: There's some surprising um, stuff right now. Did you see? Roger Rabbit.
0: Yeah. Oh, is that the pod or podcast? <laughs> the past case.
1: Yes. Were you not like? Were you surprised? I was surprised because I thought we couldn't sell Roger Rabbit merch anymore. Like I haven't seen Roger Rabbit at the parks in years, and I was like, mm. "What? What? Is, what is this?" You know.
0: I don't know. That's yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> he just kind of shows up out of nowhere
1: and he showed up after easter which is also kind of weird <laughs> right
0: yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know what goes on there sometimes i really don't i don't like how these decisions are made or whatever but who knows um well there's also um i think it was just today um they released information for more merchandise coming out in august like they're just what? pumping this stuff out wait what, is, more... what is
1: this what are, what are they making that what we don't have there's that mo- much money, Disney, okay?
0: <laughs> um, there's more. There's new Duffy merchandise coming out on August 1st. And it also includes more Stella Lou stuff. Cause, because we just got more new Stella Lou merchandise, but now there's going to be even more.
1: Oh, my God. I want her wearing a bikini.
0: <laughs> a bikini wearing rabbit? Yes. I guess that's not a stretch.
1: I need it. <laughs> so what are they? Um, what, are, then, what are they coming out with?
0: Oh, it's just, like, the, the normal stuff, like the towels and um, things like that.
1: Okay.
0: Um, And they have this, like, yummy pasta stuff. I don't really understand what that is. I don't know. Like, Japan has this, like, love for, like, Italian food, so I'm not surprised.
1: <laughs> so is this real pasta, or is this, like, what?
0: I don't quite get it, to be quite honest. I don't know. But, um, and then there's also, oh, the uh, Star Jets merchandise.
1: Yes, Star Jets forever. They They haven't learned their lesson. (laughs)
0: Because Star Jets is closing um, in October, I believe.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's later. It's later. It's not yet. So we still have a lot of time.
0: Still got some time. And, yeah. But if you're coming you know, like now until August, like end of August, there's there's so much merchandise, like budget accordingly. You can go on our website. We're going to have all that information there. So you can, you know, see how much you're going to spend and see if you need to up that limit on your credit card. <laughs> <laughs> because trust me, you're going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> um, What else we got here? Oh, there are some changes uh to the... Dining reservations and this is a good thing. Thank goodness because maybe enough people complained about this or maybe someone was listening to Patricia talking about this in our bonus episode where we, where we kind of went off on them about this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so as of July 1st, you can now line up in a standby line for table service restaurants again because they took this away when they introduced um, all table service restaurants needed a reservation because like what was this two or three years ago you could just line up if you wanted to if you didn't have a reservation and you would eventually get in and then they introduced that you know they were not doing that anymore and you had to make a reservation um, either online or no it was all online or yeah. phoning um, but that became an issue if you didn't speak Japanese because the only way to do it online was only in Japanese, or if you were staying at a Disney hotel, you can book online in English. So it was kind of a pain, right? Yeah. So thank goodness you can line up again. So um, I don't know how well this is going to work, but I'm sure it's going to work fine because it worked in the past.
1: It wasn't broken like, before, yeah.
0: Yeah, so this is a good thing, um, but this this does exclude a few restaurants. Um, the Crystal Palace and the Horizon Bay character meals so you can't line up for those those you do have to book in advance um, online or um, or through your uh, hotel reservation um, and then the, this also excludes the dinner and lunch shows at Tokyo Disneyland uh, Mickey and Company, the Horseshoe Roundup Mickey Mickey's Rainbow Luau and Lilo's Luau Um, Those you still have to make a a reservation. Nothing there has changed. But for all the other restaurants, um, like Magellan's and all those other places, if you don't have a reservation, you can line up and get in eventually. (laughs) So not all is lost. That's a good thing.
1: Yeah. Nice. Good.
0: Again, I'm I'm wondering if someone is actually listening to our podcast and we're influential. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) I don't
1: know. I think it's something people complained about, though.
0: More than likely, yeah, you
1: know I mean, it was really it was really messed up because you know, for the majority of international visitors, and there's going to be more and more international visitors coming to Japan, most of them are not Japanese um, fluent speakers, you know what I mean, So those people were basically completely out of luck when it came to getting into those restaurants. So it's it's good. It's good. It gives it gives at least everybody an equal opportunity to get into the restaurant, you know, which is nice.
0: Mhm. Mhm. I agree 120%. <laughs> <sighs> um and so I I know we kind of explained this earlier um like why are we revisiting park etiquette? Oh my Well, God. <laughs> um a a supermodel, I guess, if you want to call her that. I like. I don't know who this person is to be quite honest. It's the first time I've heard of her, so you know, bear with me. Um, Carly Kloss, I think I believe is her name. Um, she took a picture and put it on Twitter, and it blew up online, um, especially in the in the Disney Japanese community or Japanese Disney community. Uh, she broke some rules. She broke two rules. Oh, there was two. Yeah, two rules. Well, number one, she put her feet on up where people touch, which is a big no-no in Japanese culture, and then also she was sitting in such a manner that was dangerous. Oh, okay. On on the uh, teacups. So that's two rules that she broke.
1: With the one picture, okay.
0: With yeah, well, I I think it was like there there was three pictures, but. It was like, you know, the first picture was of her, like, sitting, um, how she wanted to pose. And then the next two was showing this cast (laughs) member, like, running up to her to tell her to get down.
1: The poor cast member. He's like, what are you doing? Okay, so... And,
0: yeah, this whole thing, just, it completely exploded on social media. Because,
1: you know, there's two reasons. One... Because the Disney police can't have that. The Disney police can't have someone taking, <laughs> you know, breaking a rule and then posting it online. They're like, Oh, no, no. The little sirens come out and they're like, you got, you better stop that, you know, and they feel all self-righteous and good about themselves. And then secondly, she was doing something stupid, you know, like what, what, what were you doing? You know, and she is making the job stressful for the poor cast member. So if you haven't seen this photo, what it is is so this girl, she, it's it's a cute idea for a photo, like if if you have permission to do it, but like she was sitting on the rim of the teacup, like um, and her foot was on the the little spinny thing, and it was you know, and she was po- she was doing a cute little pose, right. But, like, the thing is, it wasn't something that was given permission to do. So, you know, you have the cast member running over going, whoa, no, get get down, you know. And then uh, you have her. And then she she does, like, and this is another reason why people were angry, because she does this cute little tweet about it going, oh, I I freaked out the cast member or whatever she wrote, you know, making fun of, like, the poor guy who's freaking out who's trying to do his job. You know, so it was like the perfect storm of like people freaking out because it was it is a valid reason to freak out. But then the Disney police, you know, that's that's what they live for. You know, they love it's, they love it. You know,
0: it's true. It, it, it's it really is. So we're going to we're going to go more in depth in, in into this down the road here in a second. We have to. <laughs> OK, yeah, we definitely have to. Um all right, so let's uh, get to our crowd forecast. So, we get our crowd forecast information from tdrnabby.jp. You can check crowd forecast information up to six months in advance. And the best thing is, they have it in English. So, this is for the week of July 10th, 2017, for both Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea. And it is 40 out of 100 for pretty much the entire week. Uh, there's no holidays at the moment. Um, that's happening the week after. Um, and very typical weekend crowds. So, um, with summer starting, we're going to start seeing the crowds are going to start ramping up because kids are going to, are going to be out of school and all this, these kind of things. Um, there might be a little spike on the 11th in terms of crowds just because that's, a whole bunch of stuff is debuting that day. Yeah. Um, we're going to have the two summer shows that Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney see, but also we're going to have the updated version of Tokyo Disneyland, um, electrical parade dream lights. Yes. And then we're also going to have the step into shine. No, step to shine. It is a really weird name. No anyway, one cares about
1: the name of that show?
0: It's such a weird, <laughs> it's such a strange name, but, and it's hard to remember and say. Um, but, This is the new uh, Duffy show with Stella Lou that is temporarily replacing where um, a table is waiting was happening in the American waterfront. So we're probably going to see a spike in uh, crowds for the first little bit. But these are going to be people that are just going to the show. So attractions are probably just going to probably stay the same.
1: You might see. The thing is that international schools are out. So there might mm. be some kids from international schools. Like our schools in our area gets out on um on the nineteenth.
0: Okay, so there's still some time.
1: But next week um from Monday, it's gonna be it's getting into the half days.
0: So mm. Japanese
1: schools will start doing early release. I think they get out at two and then it'll drop to the last couple of days around noon.
0: Okay, okay. So it's gonna start it's gonna start ramping up.
1: Yes, you might see the evening. So for the electrical parade you might see a little bump around the evening time. Mm. Maybe. It's Pre- hard to it's so enough. hard to predict because it's it's always hard to like what people will do, but for sure from the local kids, I think you're going to see that.
0: That's true. <laughs> All right, so in the parks. Uh Trish, have you done anything in the parks?
1: Uh yeah, yeah, we rode um we rode pirates before going to see the pirates movie at the oh. at XBRE. And, um, and, and, oh, okay, um, I, I, I should have asked if I have permission to say their names, so I'm not going to say their names, but I met some super-duper nice listeners who came through with my Gelatoni request. They were so kind. And they also brought a really really cute souvenir for you chris which i'm gonna give you when i see you this week so oh oh my gosh they were so nice um and it was such a pleasure to meet with them and um i hope they're having they're still here so i hope they're having a really good time and um and another listener also um had contacted us and had and made an offer to to bring things and just thank you everyone you know your your kindness like it always blows me away and um you know we we really appreciate having amazing listeners like you, so thank you thank you thank you always and um it was just such a pleasure to meet with these people and they're such they're such cuties okay um so that was my i didn't i didn't spend too much time at the parks unfortunately because it i had a a nightmare week with work i mean today I was working literally from morning until like about nine thirty at night so it's it's, <laughs> it's been a long nuts time. yeah it is I'm, i it, it was it was crazy. <laughs> uh, but what about you? I know you've been really busy too.
0: Um, well, I haven't been. I haven't been in the parks this week. Um, that's because Mama Explorer is still here, so we've been doing other things um, outside of the parks. Um, really quickly, uh, we've done. Uh, we've gone to some zoos around Tokyo. Uh, we went to a Weno Zoo, which is always very lovely. Um, and just today, actually, we went to the Tama Zoological Park, um, which is like really in West Tokyo. Like it's like, I want to say it's about 45 minutes West of Shinjuku, Mm -hmm. just to kind of give people an idea. It's, it's pretty far out, but it was, it was so lovely. It was so nice. Um, so, like, if, if, um, anyone's thinking of other things to do outside the parks, um, you can check out Owenno Zoo. If you have kids too, like, it's perfect for kids. Um, and then there's, if you want to make a trek out to West Tokyo, um, like, let's say maybe you're going to, um, out towards Mount Takao, which is, you know, usually a, a very popular day trip for people. Um, you could also go to this zoo, the Tama Zoological Park, which is kind of in the same area. So we've been doing that and, um, actually tomorrow we're going to the, uh, the art of Disney, the Disney, uh, the, the uh, exhibition that's happening right now in Odaiba.
1: It's still running.
0: Yeah. It runs until, um, I want to say August or September. So
1: yes, I I thought I had missed it. Okay. I want to go to that.
0: It's still running. So, um, I will put a link in the show notes. So if anyone's coming, they'll know what I'm talking about. Um, I don't know what to expect with this, but I've had friends that have gone and they said it was lovely. And of course they have some exclusive merchandise.
1: Yes, and <laughs> you know the little bag well. that they give you is exclusive too, right?
0: Is it? Oh my god. it
1: always is, right? And they're like you can only have one, <laughs> you know. <laughs> because it's like oh. a thing, the bags here are a thing.
0: Bag, yeah. People love bags. It's true. Um and then, um, well, next week um, I will be going to the parks for sure because uh, all the summer stuff is going to be out. So I'll have more to talk about then. Um, oh, and also, I do—I finally got around to getting our vlogs up from our Hong Kong trip. So if you want to see what my mom thought of Hong Kong, or sorry, I should say Mama Explore. <laughs> if you want to see what she thought of Hong Kong, you can go to our YouTube channel um youtube.com/tdrexplore and it's up there and we had a really fun time in Hong Kong. It was great. Love Hong Kong. <laughs> of course, right?
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Park etiquette. Let's
1: Let's go Let's man. get our
0: Let's get our etiquette on. <laughs> so, um just to give you guys reference, um this is a revisit from episode 24. So that's a while back that we actually talked about this.
1: Yeah.
0: So we're going to like I guess like over the next little while we're going to like every so few episodes or something like that, 3-4 episodes whatever. Uh we're going to start revisiting some of our older topics because, you know, things become outdated, we need to update things. And of course, um we have uh people who you know have started listening recently maybe and you know going through 90 other podcast episodes is quite a lot <laughs> quite a lot of hours to listen to i should calculate how many hours there are of us just
1: talking <laughs> oh my gosh can you imagine
0: that's a lot yeah but anyway so um park etiquette and as we already explained in the news the reason why we're doing this because it's kind of topical right now um the supermodel carly cross kind of caused you know a stir on social media by breaking not one but two rules and i guess one is kind of a unwritten rule and one is obviously a obvious rule that you shouldn't do anyway um so i guess we'll we'll kind of like break this into um Spoken rules are like rules that, you know, are kind of explained usually. Um, and then we have these unspoken rules, which are more like cultural rules. So, um, these may be things that, you know, if you're, you know, visiting Japan, you may not know, know about. So you may accidentally, you know, do something that you're not supposed to. So we're going to kind of cover some of those things. <laughs> I have a lot of notes. I've I went through a lot of stuff, and I, it looks like you added a lot too.
1: <laughs> I, well, we let's let's just start. Like, what are the spoken rules?
0: Okay. Um, well, first off, um, this is the one thing. Um, so, in Japanese culture, when you go into like your home or anyone's home for that matter, you always take off your shoes. Um, so much so, like even in the like in the entryway to most homes and apartments and all that. There's this little entryway, and then the rest of the apartment is usually raised up. So you kind of, like, take your shoes off, and then you step up onto the floor. Because, um, like, your shoes are considered dirty, right?
1: Well, yeah, because they are dirty. You're walking around (laughs) outside. You don't know what you're stepping on. You don't want to bring that in your house.
0: So, So normally what you do is you go, like, when you go into a home, you take your shoes off, and you don't step with your your feet onto the dirty floor. You take one shoe off, put your foot up, you know, on, on the uh, clean floor and then take your the other shoe off. Of them, and then usually you put uh slippers on or something like that. Oh yeah. The and
1: slippers. then you,
0: I love slippers. Look, man.
1: I like slippers too. But when they're public slippers, I wonder oh. how clean are those? You know what I mean? Especially in yeah. the summertime, it kind of freaks me out. You know, that's the only thing. <laughs> it's,
0: yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things, yeah.
1: Like doctors um, offices and stuff. It's like, oh god.
0: <laughs> or the uh, bathroom slippers uh, in uh, public areas. <laughs>
1: no. No, why did you even tell me that? Oh.
0: Uh. <laughs> anyway, um so, um wearing shoes inside the house is considered incredibly rude in Japanese culture. Um so this is why um her- Carly When she put her foot on the teacup where people put their hands, you could see why people were upset by that. Because you don't do that.
1: Man, here's the thing. Like, I don't know how clean people's hands are anyway. The thing is, like...
0: It's debatable, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, I've seen grosser stuff.
0: (laughs) It's true. It's like people sneezing into their hands and then touching it. You know, things like that. Yeah. But, but yeah, you you, know, you you
1: shouldn't do it. Don't put like, I mean, think about it. We, like there's little kids that are touching the little thing and then sticking their hands in their mouth. Don't do it. Don't put your shoes where people are going to be touching their like kids, especially are going to be touching their faces after. And that's how norovirus spreads. And nobody likes that. Right. So don't do it.
0: Yeah. Um, and so like this is also a reason why um, these leisure sheets or um, you can also call them picnic sheets um, are very popular when people are sitting on the grounds because, you know, the, uh, ground is considered, you know, something that's dirty cause everyone's stepping on it. So you put down this little leisure sheet and you can sit down and, you know, relax, take your shoes off and all this stuff. So that's another reason why, you know, those leisure sheets are very popular. Um, so I guess like one thing, um, this whole like stepping where people sit, it's a little hard on rides like Pirates and Sinbad, because you kind of have to like step down into the boat. Yeah. And if you're and if you're like a you know if you're a short person, it might be hard to avoid stepping on the seat.
1: It is really hard, and I don't out of habit, but in defense the people who do step on the feet. I've heard from people coming from the West that it's also a safety issue because you're supposed to step on the seat so that it it lowers the chance of accidents, which Ah, is kind of interesting hearing the other side of the story. Hmm. So it's supposedly safer to step on the seat to lower yourself down into the vehicle. But coming from a short person uh it's really hard, and i I do try not to do it, but it's really hard when you're short,
0: yeah, and like for me since i'm I'm about five foot eleven, um I can easily reach the the bottom of the boat without issue, so I try not to step on like step on the boat or like step on the seat if I can help it right um but of course, like um like let's say my mother um she's a little bit shorter, so her stepping on. You know stepping on the seat is not the end of the world. I don't think it is I just mean, because it's just it's hard,
1: and I've seen Japanese people do it too,
0: yeah, so don't feel too bad about that like it's not you know it's not like super strict or anything like that, but it's it's more just you know you know don't put your feet where people are gonna be touching, I guess
1: exactly it's nice if you if you can avoid it, it's good to avoid it, right,
0: yeah, exactly,
1: the other thing, and this um it, it happens a lot, especially with people with kids. Benches are also that prime territory. so if if you have like a little kid, like even like a little toddler, it's it's um it's really like people don't like kids to put their shoes on benches and on chairs. So that's also that same territory, which I think a lot of people don't think about you know so um if, if you have little kids like it's not good to stand on benches or where people are sitting as well
0: ah uh, yeah so basically what you do is you just take their shoes off and then everything's fine
1: exactly and i mean like it's so much like a point of contention that i've heard of people like taking their their like like little babies the babies that don't walk yet to go do like the medical checkup at like when they have the public checkup and if they put the baby on the mat with the baby shoes which they're not walking in but still people be like oh you should take off the shoes even though they're perfectly clean they've never touched the floor um, people still kind of freak out about that so it's like a pretty serious thing
0: yeah yeah that's a uh, that's a good point because I completely forgot about that because I don't have children or <laughs> so it's one of those things I don't like I don't really think of at all mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to be quite honest um Other spoken rules. Um, This one, they do announce in English all the time um, for shows and stuff. Um, No hats or anything large on your head during the shows. Yeah. So, like, large Mickey ears or, like, you know, the oversized Mickey, um, like, his big hat or anything like that. Um, You can't wear them during the shows. Um, Cast members will come and tell you to, to take it off. And this is just because it makes it hard for other people around you to see the show. So that's basically all All it is.
1: And you it's... want to hear a funny story? Sure. So even sometimes ponchos? Like, you have you ever really? noticed? Okay, so here's the thing. Have you ever noticed, like, ponchos, sometimes, like, the top part will have, like, a oh. little point sticking up? Yeah, like, little... Like, yep. A little little point. So it would be so nice. And I've had a friend ask somebody else to do this before, and i I, I considered it, but I'm like, no, my Japanese is not good enough. I'm going to come off as, like, a terrible person. If you could just push that little point in so that it's flat against your head, it would be so nice, especially if the people behind you are trying to take pictures. Like, it would be so much appreciated. And it's not rude or anything if you don't. It's just, it would be, people would be like, wow, that person is so considerate, you know. So, yeah, that little point, it it can bother people.
0: Yeah, I guess, like, yeah, because if if you're trying to take pictures over someone's head, like, this little point actually will, like, get in the way of the photo a little bit.
1: Exactly. And it it actually goes pretty high on some of the poncho designs.
0: (laughs) That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's funny. I know. Um, Another thing for shows, um, if you are sitting, you have to sit on your butt. Yes. You cannot sit on your knees. You can't, like, have anything that raises you up. You can't do any of that. You have to sit on your butt.
1: Sit on your bottom. Make sure your kids sit on the bottom. If your kids... I know they're kids. I know. I'm a mother. I get that. But, like, look. If they're standing up and sitting down and standing up and sitting down, it's bothering people. You know... And it, it's, it's a nightmare for the cast member. Cause you can see them like, Oh, Oh, should I go over? Oh, okay. No, they sit, down. They sit back down. Okay. No, no. Oh my God. They're standing up and they run, they're coming over and then they sit back down and like, okay. And then they stand up and, and it's driving everybody crazy. And I know they're kids. I get it. But just, you know, put in an effort on your bottoms, kids on their bottoms, everybody on their bottoms. And Oh my gosh. Okay. I don't think this is on the list. But another thing, look, if you start watching a show, and, and even if you've been sitting on your show the bottom the entire time, you've been good. Don't get up in the middle of the show or like five minutes before the show is over and leave because it bothers everybody else. Just wait the last five minutes. The shows are not super long. You know what I mean? I know you have things to do, but I mean, it's so, so inconsiderate. And I notice that a lot of international guests do that. And it's a nightmare for everybody.
0: Oh, I never thought about that. It really is. Honest. It's a nightmare. Like, usually for me, because um, I don't usually stick around to watch the entire show. If I know I'm going to be leaving, I go in. Like I, I, I make sure that I am in a standing area. So then, if I leave, I'm not bothering anyone.
1: Exactly, and that's what you should do. If you Hmm. know you're going to leave, like, before the show's over, watch from a little bit in the back or, like, the standing area towards the back so that when you do leave, you're not bothering everybody else.
0: That's a good tip. I like that. Um, And just for reference, um, at Disneyland, Tokyo Disneyland, um, there's sitting all along the parade route. It's really easy to see because everyone will be sitting um, and then it kind of depends on where along the parade route you are, um, like where the standing areas are. Um, you can just kind of watch where 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 people start standing because people um, there's a there's a lot of people that go all the time, so they know exactly where to stand. So if you just watch them, you'll know exactly what to do. Um, and then at Disney Sea, um, the 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 sitting areas uh, there's one in Lido Isle. Which is the island that's to the left in the Mediterranean Harbor? Then there's Mickey Square, which is the main area, uh, which is right in the middle of Mid- Mediterranean Harbor. Then there's the other one that is in front of Zambini Brothers. Um, those all have s- like sitting sitting areas, and then um, and then like everywhere else is the like, standing areas. Um, okay, so we've done the not putting your feet on where people touch or sit. Um hat large hats or hairbands um sitting on your butt. Um no tripods. Yeah. No tripods. No tripods. Or stabilizers. No
1: stabilizers. No monopods. And here's the thing. And and we were we were kind of like talking about this before the podcast started. So we're like like because like I I've used the thing and I'm like, okay, yeah, you got away with it. But if someone all it takes is for one grouchy Disney policer to complain like, oh, he's holding the little tiny itty bitty hand holding stabilizing device and they will tell you to put it away. So if you can get it, if it's like a tiny one, you can try to get away with it and you might, you might get away with it and then it's, it's all good. That's fine. But don't expect to get away with it every time. And also if it's very big and very visible, they will, they will crack down on you. Cause it's happened to me, and it wasn't even touching the floor. So here's the thing: I went to um, <laughs> I went to Akihabara and they had like this shoulder stabilizer uh, where you could put you can like mount your camera and then use it like on top of your shoulder to mount it. And it does. It was not going over my head or anything. I wouldn't, you know, break that rule because cameras are not allowed to go above your head either. But um, yeah, you know, we we asked the cast member we like, "Well, why is it not allowed? Because it's not touching the ground. It's not a monopod. It's not a tripod." And she said, but it's still a stabilizer. And it's like, oh, okay. And then I didn't complain about it after. Like, we we just asked why. But, um, you know, we're like, fine. Okay. And we didn't use it again. Um, what you can do, okay, is you can kind of get really creative. And uh, we were talking about, like, the, you know, the little, the bag that you can wear around your, your hip. <laughs>
0: um. So... For us or from us from North America.
1: Okay.
0: Uh we call we, 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 call, we call it, it a, fanny, a pack. fanny
1: pack. But I know
0: But I know <laughs> like I know other places they call it a what?
1: Uh I don't a, know. That's a bum thing. bag. A bum bag or, or something like that. Bag. Right? The, but you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. It's like a little pouch and you wear it around your waist, right? So what you do and what other people do is you will wrap that around your opposite shoulder, wrap it under your arm that you want to stabilize, holding the camera and then you tie it as tight as you can so there's as little movement as possible and you're stabilizing your arm. you can do that. And I've also seen some people use backpacks. you can do that uh, where you wear the backpack on the front of your body and you use that to stabilize your camera. Um, but uh, that's that's kind of like where the limit is. Um, anything that's kind of like more official than that is where they're more likely to crack down on it
0: mm. um, to kind of give uh, people reference. so what I have is a little gorilla pod that um, attaches to my um, camera, and every time I go through security, security always sees it because you know they they have to check the bag and they always tell me it's okay to use, but I have to be holding it. That is what they tell me every time. And they said, I can't set it down. I can't open it up. I have to be holding it. So that's what I do. And I haven't had any problems. But um, I'm not usually recording shows, though. I'm usually recording, you know, like food videos and stuff. So I'm not really recording the shows.
1: And I think that's fine. I don't think they care about that.
0: No, it's more about the shows. Exactly. So, yeah, if, if you have, like, a small little one and you're using it just for, like, you know, food videos or you make, maybe you're making a uh, vlog or something like that, then it's totally fine. Uh, you just can't have like, you know, these large, you know, professional type things because then they will get a little antsy about that with you and tell you to put it away. <laughs> um, and also like um, you already mentioned this, all cameras and video cameras must be kept at head level um, when you're watching a show. Um, I've done this in the past a few times, but I, like, I, I would do it like once or twice at the most where I would take a like quick shot above my head and that's it. That's all I would do. I wouldn't sit there constantly doing it, but I would do it like once or twice and then that's it. I'm probably, I'm probably, you know, annoying someone around me, but usually when I'm doing this though, I'm like standing in the back anyway.
1: I feel that's free ground. So I yeah. I've also done that. Like and I'll do it really quick. I won't hold I won't keep holding it, but if I'm like standing row about 3 people back, I'll sometimes do it. Yeah. Quickly. Cuz I feel like that's not the main area. You know what mm-hmm. I mean?
0: That's yeah, that's true. <laughs> um well, let's talk about photos.
1: <laughs> this oh, is man. such a
0: this is such a it it i don't know it's a weird subject to talk about um actually um there's a really good article um from one of our listeners and he also does a little bit of writing for the website from time to time um he's called the gaijin ghost and he actually has a really good blog post talking about this exact topic we're going to talk about well taking photos and where to take photos and not to take photos. So I'll put a link in the show notes and you guys can go and read that. Um, so we have some um, stuff in here about that. So yeah, photos, man, I, I feel like we could talk about this for hours.
1: I really like you could do an entire episode about this.
0: So yeah, we're, we're going to try and keep this short if, as much as we can. Um, but it seems like it's almost random as to where you can and take can and cannot take photos in some places.
1: I feel um, anywhere where there's like a show element, usually they don't want you to take photos.
0: Yeah, usually. Usually. But like uh So for example where like like well for me like what is tricky is like in queues. Yeah. When I think like Tower Terror they get like antsy and they'll tell you to take photos in the queue. It's like, well, why? Because We're in the queue.
1: There's a reason. Because that queue is exclusive to us and that story is exclusive to our park. So they want you to come here to experience the queue. And that queue is really almost a, as much a part of the attraction as the attraction itself, right? That's true. And it's the same with the new Nemo ride, right? That, that thing that they do is exclusive to that attraction, which is exclusive to here. So they don't want you taking um, the photos or video uh, because they want people to actually come to the park to see it. And if people see videos, they'll be like, oh, that's what it is, and they won't. Maybe... I don't know. I I think they would... Personally, I think they would still want to see it in person anyway. But I think that's the idea behind it.
0: Okay. I can... can get that to a point you
1: know what i mean i like, know i ca- it's like yeah, you get it yeah. but it's also at the same time it's like would it really make that much of a difference like if you saw like an attraction cue before you saw the attraction would it really would you really like would it affect you to the point where you're like huh oh, i've seen it i don't need to come see it in real you know what i mean right
0: yeah <laughs> it's almost like yeah <laughs> silly either you're gonna mind. go or
1: you're not gonna go you know what i mean i feel
0: yeah, that's true. Exactly. Um, so I guess, uh, like going to the, the, uh, show thing, um, outdoor shows, completely fair, fair game. So like all, all the parades and, you know, Harbor shows, that's totally fine. You could take as many pictures as you want. Do it. Thank like, you. Know, take a million photos if you want. It doesn't mean, matter. And
1: look around you. If you see everybody with their camera yeah. out, it's probably okay.
0: Yeah. I think you're good. Um, But there are some, like some attractions and shows that photos are okay and some where they're not okay at all. So at the Enchanted Tiki Room and the Country Bear Theater at Tokyo Disneyland, they do allow photos as long as your LCD is off. So if you take, so that means if you're trying to take photos with your cell phone, that's no good because that's illuminated. Um, but if you have like a uh, DSLR and as long as you turn off the, what is it called? The little assisted light, you know, the little red light that blinks in the front of the camera. Oh
1: yeah. I don't know. What um, it's as long though.
0: as that is off. I th- yeah, I think it's a like red assist or something. Um, as long as that's off, then you can take photos in there. It's totally okay because you're not bothering anyone around you because it's dark in there yeah. in both of those attractions.
1: It's like when you go to a movie theater. Right. If yeah. one person takes out the phone, everybody can see it and is annoyed by it, and it's that's the reason why you're not supposed to use the screen in in those areas.
0: Yeah. And then um, for Big Band Beat and King Triton's concert, there's no photos at all, whatsoever. Um, and uh, Big Band Beat has always been like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they do. There was like, there's a couple times they make exceptions. Um, like when, like this was last year, when Big Band Beat actually debuted its new version, I think like their first couple shows, they allowed photos because they want people to share it. But,
1: but then it after was, that, it's, and they, they, I think they made it clear that it was allowed.
0: Yeah. 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 It was like crystal clear. They announced it and everything, but, but, um, the show is no photos at all. You can't take any photos. Uh, same with King Triton's concert. So put the phone away, keep it away, and just enjoy the show. Um, and then attractions like It's a Small World and Sinbad Storybook Voyage. Photos are totally fine as long as you don't use the flash. Take as many photos as you like. As long as you're not bothering the people around you, it's totally cool.
1: What about Haunted Mansion? Hmm. I feel like that's a no.
0: Yeah, because it's so dark.
1: But I feel like if you're not using the screen and you're not using the flash. I know we're going to get like a million <laughs> messages saying, of course you can't. I feel like it's a no for Haunted Mansion, well, right? I, I feel like for pirates, too.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like as long as you're not bothering anyone, I think it's fine. Right. So like if you have like if you're like, like, let's say you have your, uh, your, um. Um, dSLR camera and you have no lcd screen on and you have the assist light off i think i think that's fine
1: because so, you're not too. really
0: bothering anyone. The only people you might
1: be bothering at that point is the Disney police on Twitter or on Instagram or online. And they really don't yeah. matter because they're not real anyway.
0: Yeah, don't don't worry, don't worry about, about that. them. Um but of course like if you're if you're like let's say you're on Pirates of the Caribbean or something and you're taking a million photos and people all they hear is the shutter. That,
1: ka-ta, 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 ka-ta. Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 No. That might be a bit much. Don't do it. So of course you know a lot of this stuff that we're talking about boils down to, you know, just be considerate of everyone around you, really. That's Simple as that, really. Um, and then, of course, rides like Journey to the Center <laughs> of the Earth, Raging Spirits, Indiana Jones. You probably shouldn't be taking your phone out or camera out anyway because those are kind of intense attractions. So you don't want to lose your stuff.
1: <laughs> Seriously. I mean, think about it. You don't want to lose it. You don't want, like, if it's like one of those little cameras it flying out of your hand and hitting the person behind you. And they'll tell you for those attractions, 100%, they'll be like, "Don't, don't take pictures. <laughs> Because it's a, it's a, it's like a, it's a hazard. Okay. Don't do it. Oh,
0: of course. So I think that's pretty much it for spoken rules. Okay. Um, I hope we didn't come off too, too like mom and dad.
1: Look, we're not the (laughs) Disney police. We're not your mom and dad. You can, you know, you, but I mean, just try to, try to be, try to be a good little child. You know, (laughs) try to be good.
0: It just boils down to, you know, just as long as you're not bothering people around you. Like that's basically what it it comes down to. Just be considerate everyone around you, and it will, and everything will be fine. Totally cool. Unspoken rules. Some of these like fall into like gray area.
1: It's really gray.
0: Yeah, it's it's a little little strange. So this is unspoken, but it's not at the same time. In Japan, it's like this is more of a privacy thing. Um, if you're taking photos of people in public, well, like if you're taking photos in public, you're not really supposed to upload photos if someone's face is in it and you didn't get permission from them to use it. Of course, being in a Disney park, that's a little hard to do because there's just so many people, right? I
1: mean, when you're on vacation in general, there's people everywhere in Tokyo, right? It's
0: tough. Like, trust me, we know it's tough. It's tough to, to get photos with nobody else in it. Like, that's really hard to do. Um, but I, I I think this is more towards like if you're purposely taking photos of this per of of a person without their consent and then using it for something, then that's probably where the the, the issue comes from.
1: Or if you are a business, or if you are like someone who gets a lot of views, and it just so happens that someone's face by chance comes out in your photo and they have some kind of negative repercussion from it right maybe somebody is out with their mistress or they're skipping work or something and they happen to be in a photo then they can sue you so it's it's something people prefer to blur out photos just to avoid any trouble in case of something like that in case of you causing damage to somebody
0: yeah so if you notice uh, um, a lot of people in japan like uh, japanese people when they upload photos to twitter or any social media website um you'll see that a lot of the times they will blur out photos of or like the faces of people that happen to be in the photo um it's usually a good idea to do that but you know if you're if you're using these photos for your own personal use you know like if you're just printing them out because you're making like you know Photo album, whatever. Doesn't matter. Like, of course you, like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, do whatever you want. Um, but, um, if you're planning to use it for something, like, that's in the public eye, um, it's best to, you know, blur out the people or, like, crop it out or whatever. Like, for myself, um, I try to crop my photos so I can get people's faces out of it. And if I can't avoid it, then I will blur it. Because obviously, you know, it's kind of hard for me to ask permission for, you know, those, Ten people that are sitting across from me from the parade route. If I can put this photo online, it's a you know that's a bit much to ask, right? So it's just easier just to crop them out or blur their faces out.
1: Yeah, I tried it too, but you know what? If they're not in a prominent position or their face is already slightly out of focus, I'll half the time not not even care. You know, yeah. To be honest, and and it's like a it's like this thing where it's also kind of like. Where do you draw the line, right? Like, where do you draw the line of what is, you know, like looking at photos historically, right? How many photos do we have? These amazing photos of crowds or street life or people just being in the moment that would not exist if, if it were for for like things like this, right? If everybody was blurring the photos out or cropping it or, 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 or sh- showing them a certain way or editing them so you don't see the, the real life around you. I, feel, I mean, like looking at it from that perspective, I really, really dislike the blurring and the editing out of photos and, and the not feeling free to take photos of just life happening around you. You know what I mean? So that's like my perspective on it. But um, if you – so for, I would say if you live in Japan, be careful, and you should probably err on the side of caution. If you live overseas, don't worry about it. Because they're not going to sue you from overseas.
0: Yeah, that's true. The likelihood of something happening is probably pretty low. Um, All right. So food substitutions. This one kind of gets people a little bit, um, especially if you're from Western countries.
1: Yeah. It's a culture (laughs) difference, you know?
0: And it can be frustrating. Yeah. I know when I first moved here, it was a little frustrating. Now I'm just kind of used to it. But for those that have never been, it can be a little jarring and i guess is the best way to put it
1: i think it can it can be really like almost for some people like uh almost like an affront you know like it's it can be really like shocking you know because um especially like if you come from like 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 north america where we i think we're almost overloaded with options you know where you feel like it's mm-hmm. natural to be able to ask for something the way that you want it and like it's almost in- it's encouraged right like if we look at like companies like starbucks where they're like yeah whatever options make some crazy disgusting drink we don't care as long as you pay for it right you know what i mean yeah. it's almost like mm-hmm. encouraged so i think it's it's really like surprising to come over and and not like not only not have options but like to not be able to substitute at all like just this is the way it is and if you don't want it then too bad you know what i mean so i think for some people it's really quite shocking
0: it is it it definitely is because i've heard a lot of people they would you know talk to me about like oh how come i couldn't do this you know with my food like i couldn't substitute and stuff like that um so if you order anything from the restaurants mainly the counter service restaurants so like if you go and get a, a, a cheeseburger and it comes with you know tomato, lettuce, ketchup, mayonnaise, cheese on it. That is what you're going to get. You can't ask them to take off the lettuce or the tomato or to take off the ketchup. But it's not possible. You
1: can. You can though. And they do sometimes do it.
0: It's it's just uh
1: Like I know somebody who's Japanese by the way and they don't like vegetables. Mm-hmm. And they always ask whatever. So you just say whatever whatever Nuki to ask for it off. And a lot of the times they'll just if it's something that you're taking off as long as I feel like replacing is is the bigger issue. But if you ask for something without it like if it's somewhere in the production that they can do it, I think they don't mind doing it. Sometimes. It depends how involved it is. If it's something easy to do. Right?
0: Yeah. In terms of like language barrier it's probably best to not bother with that. That's the the
1: bigger issue. Because you ask, and then the panic face will come. And then that person can't make the decision. So they'll go to get the next person, and they'll go to get the next person, and it throws everything out of whack. So something that should have been like something really easy and simple, no, 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 it's not easy and simple. And then it takes forever. And then to get the, the okay to say no takes forever. And then everybody's waiting in line and it's chaos. So that's the biggest issue, right?
0: Yeah. So <laughs> I guess um, the lesson here is if you need, like, if you're, if you're wanting to take something off and you don't speak Japanese, it's probably best to just take it off yourself. Um, but if you can't speak Japanese, then, of you know, of course, do what you need to do. <laughs> um, because chances are, if you speak Japanese, you've lived here, or been here enough times to kind of know how to kind of. Waver through those kind of situations. But in general, it's a good idea to not, to not, I guess, rock the boat in a sense. Cause it just, as Trish already mentioned, it kind of causes confusion. It
1: does, man. Um, it's kind of it's, exciting. It's, <laughs> but no, don't
0: do it. <laughs> it's a pain. It's a pain. It's a, let's admit it. it, it it's a pain. It is a pain. It's a pain. It's a, it's a, a no, it's dude, such a pain.
1: You, you will, re- you will instantly regret it. You'll be like, no, no, it's not that big a, but then it's already started and you can't stop it. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah. Food uh and yeah, um uh, going with like substitutions and stuff, uh uh-uh, that's not gonna happen. Whatever the like the set comes with, that is what it's gonna come with. So if it comes with a burger, fries, and a drink, that is what you're gonna get. You can't substitute the fries for whatever else. Like whatever the combo comes from, that that's what it's gonna come with. Um Hopefully, hopefully we're not confusing people. Um, but of course, if you have food allergies, that's a whole other ball game, which we're not going to get into because we have a full episode, a couple episodes back, all about food, food allergies. So if you haven't listened to that, make sure you go back and listen to it, uh, and how they handle the food allergies and stuff like that. Um, and what, like one of the main reasons why they don't do like the substitutions and alterations most of the time for food is, they want everyone to have the same experience, so that's mainly why they do it.
1: I think it's because it's easier. Because, I mean, really, is it the same that experience? Too. Like, if you don't like it, then your experience is still going to be worse. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> well, like, I guess they're, they're trying to give the same experience to everyone.
1: I know. I yeah. know. That, well, I that, mean, it makes yeah, sense, right? Yeah, that's right? how they it have to it, me. Like you said, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. They want it to be consistent, right?
0: Yeah, there we go. That's a better way to put it.
1: But, yeah. I don't know. I think it's just easier. <laughs> to do it the same way every time
0: yeah, that's true, and of course um this doesn't just apply to Disney it also applies to Japan for the most part as a whole
1: everywhere um
0: yeah it's it's it is a very cultural thing, so just save yourself hassle, try not to alter anything just whatever it is, just go with it, and if you can just pick off things that you don't care for um so there you go. Um, so I guess like overall, this whole like the whole you know etiquette thing. Um, this kind of plays into our our, our park tip as well. Um, if you're if you're like not if you're unsure on how to act or behave in a certain situation, just watch the locals around you and follow what they're doing, and usually you'll be in good shape if you do that. Maybe usually usually. That's why I said usually. Usually, you'll be a good in good shape. Yeah, um, because the locals know how, know how to navigate, you know, navigate the water, so to speak. So, if you if you if you like to people watch, and you can just kind of watch and see how people do it, and then just kind of mimic what they do, because most of the time people know to do the proper thing or ha- how to act in most situations. So
1: they do. If do you, as the locals do? If you see the people with the big cameras, don't always follow what they're doing. Because, you know, sometimes so. they break the rules. But the people like that look kind of normal, follow them. Okay? They're good. Yeah. Don't follow the yeah, people so... in the front row. Because they might do bad things.
0: Don't follow me. Don't follow Patricia.
1: <laughs> I follow the <laughs> rules in general. Okay? I only tried to duck under that cast member once. Okay? And then I, I stopped because I was ashamed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> No, but, like, Um, speaking of, of, like, people doing crazy stuff, like, one last thing. Like, like, just, like, common sense, okay? Like, we see this girl that was sitting on top of the attraction. Like, if she falls, Guess is going to get in trouble, right? It's not going to be her. She might get, like, a little bump or a bruise or something. But it's going to be, like, she's going to sue the park or whatever. The cast member is going to get in trouble and whatever, right? Like... We've seen so many crazy things lately. I feel like, I don't know if it's the summer heat or what, but people lose their minds during this time of year. We've seen people sitting on top of fortress explorations with their legs hanging out of the window, which if they fall down, they will die. Okay, we've seen people sitting on banisters, where again, if you like, lose your balance and fall down into the water below you, the Mediterranean Harbor, it's not that deep, you will die, okay? And they're just like, is it worth it to get the stupid selfie? I don't think so, okay? We've seen that guy that literally jumped into the harbor, what, last year or a couple of years ago? You know what I mean? Like, think about your safety. Think about the safety of the cast member who will have to come in and save you if you do something stupid. Don't go where you're not supposed to go, Don't sit where you're clearly not supposed to sit. You know, think about, think about like the safety of yourself and others, please.
0: There you have it. (laughs) Well, hopefully um, this park etiquette stuff helps in some way, shape or form. (laughs) But of, of course, remember to have fun and, you know, Disney's fun and just pay attention, I guess. (laughs) Um, we're starting to run a little over, so we're going to go quickly through this. Um, listener, listener question. Um, this one's not from anyone in particular. This has been asked quite a few times, actually. So, just kind of lumping it all together here. Um, where are other places to find these leisure sheets at the parks? Or outside the parks? So, um, We've mentioned this a million times on the on the show um leisure sheets they're also called picnic sheets you know the the plastic sheets that you sit on the ground um they do sell them in the park um not all the time though and they're not always easy, the easiest to find and of course being in Disney, they're gonna be a little expensive um somewhere around like a thousand yen, which is about nine dollars i think that's Whoa, are they that what much the seasonal now? ones. Something like that. I can't really remember, but I know they're they're not cheap.
1: Whoa! I thought they were like 500 yen. Oh,
0: I don't. I don't. I might be completely wrong. I yeah. oh, man. between five and a thousand yen, somewhere around there. Somewhere this around is there. like the next
1: thing that I'm not going to be allowed to buy anymore. <laughs>
0: um. So if you want to like if you want to get one, but not pay like you know the Disney price, um, Daiso is a really good place to do it. Uh, get it from. Um, and also, almost any grocery store, or convenience store will also have them. Um, they will be a little bit more expensive, probably like two or three hundred yen, but it's still cheaper than a Disney store. Um, and uh, you can go to Odaiba or you can go to Shin Urayasu Station. Is it Shin Urayasu Station? That's
1: right. Shin Urayasu yeah. Station, the most awesome so, station.
0: Both of, the, both of those places will have uh, convenience stores and 100 yen shops that will carry these sheet, leisure sheets for you.
1: And check for giveaways. Um, sometimes they'll have, like, if you buy, like, a certain number of drinks at the grocery store, they'll have, like, some limited edition. Like, even Disney, like, leisure seats or some popular cartoon or, like, character from, like a like, a drink company or something like that. And they have some really cute ones. Starbucks had a really great one. Um, that they were giving away recently when you would buy a sandwich and a drink and um, it sold out really fast but it was super super duper adorable so if you live in Japan too like if you're like on an army base or if you're living here uh, for work or your family's here uh, keep an eye out for those because you can get some really cute limited edition ones as well that are practically free you know Um, yeah but there's so many you want to collect them all right (laughs) I just have so many I, in the closet. I
0: have I have most most of mine are from Daiso actually, so I just I kind of lose them.
1: Daiso's legit. And they're <laughs> they're okay to lose, you know what I mean? And they have Disney ones. They have everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they have Disney ones. Those are usually the ones I buy. I have like a Minnie Mouse one, I have a Stitch one. I just kind of grab whatever one is nearby when I'm leaving.
1: <laughs> For sure.
0: All right. So, before we go, um, I wanted to share on the show a very lovely email that we got from one of our listeners. And I wanna I just want to read the email on the show. And this comes from Sarah. All right. She says, Hi, Chris and Trish. Just wanted to send you a quick note to let you know how much I treasure and appreciate your podcast and website. My husband and I have been planning a trip to Japan, including the Disney parks for about a year and a half and we're able to go, we were able to go for a few weeks from June 1st through June 8th. I've never been to Japan before and find it very helpful, very helpful to know kind of what to expect when I get somewhere. And your podcast and website was critical part was a critical part of my planning i used the tips and recommendations you provided in just about every aspect of our trip planning from your recommendation of the shibuya excel hotel which was fantastic instructions on how to get the exclusive monorail pin badge at the resort how and where to obtain story cards at the parks to the video on where exactly to find the 7-eleven atm in expiari and of course All of the fantastic planning guides, one-day suggestion plans for both parks, shows, attraction guides, parade information, and especially snacks and meals not to miss. Using your tips, we were able to do so many special things, including a fantastic meal at Magellan's for our anniversary. We had a completely magical time and can and really can't wait to come back to Japan. Every aspect of the trip was fantastic, and you all played a big part of it. I can't tell you how many times we said TDR Explorer Chris or Trish said to do such and such here, or the TDR Explorer recommendation is. I value your insight about the parks and Japan in general so very much, and I am a prou- and I am so proud to be a Patreon supporter from the beginning. Thank you again so very much, and keep up the great work. Sincerely and gratefully, Sarah. Thank you so much, Sarah. That that feels so good. <laughs> it really
1: does. I mean, like, do we not have the best listeners, like, ever? We do.
0: We do. Oh, and by the way, Sarah, happy anniversary.
1: Oh, happy anniversary, you
0: guys! And hopefully hopefully, you loved Magellan's. Well, I guess you said it was a fantastic meal. So obviously you loved it because, you know, we recommended it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness.
1: You guys make it, like, worth everything, you know. Um, Like, I I can't express how how grateful we are to all the listeners. Um, And, you know, we do it for you, and it's good to know that we're not talking out into this empty void. You know, it's, you know, thank you for your kind sentiments and, and and really all your every kindness, you know, we, it really makes everything worth it.
0: I agree 100%. (laughs) Just like hearing these wonderful things about, you know, how the show and of course the website helps with planning. I think, you know, that's why we do this because we love it. We love, well, of course we love Disney, but we also, we love helping each and every one of our explorers to create the best itinerary and just be informed about the parks. Because, you know, let's face it, playing a trip for the Tokyo parks is a little intimidating, right? And it's just, it's great to have such a good resource, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, again, thank you so much, Sarah, and thank you so much for being a supporter on Patreon from the beginning. That's awesome. Hopefully, you've been listening to our bonus episodes, too. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, If anyone has, um of course, if, if you guys have any questions you want us to answer on the show, or if you want to just send us a nice comment that you want us to read on the show, you can do that, too. You can send it to us, contact at tdrexplore.com. And I think that's it for the show. We went a little over, but that's okay. I think I think people will forgive us for going over a little bit,
1: I think it 's fine, like how like i didn 't even know we had like a time limit,
0: yeah, try try to keep it to an hour if we can usually
1: it 's bonus, you guys, <laughs> you got bonus time, yeah, there you go,
0: there you go. you got a bonus this week, <laughs> um, so make sure to rate and review us on iTunes Stitcher and also on Google Play Music. And as I already mentioned, send us your questions and suggestions for the show, contact at tdrexplorer.com and tell everybody about us. If you know someone who's planning a trip to the Disney parks here over in Asia, well, you know where to send them. And you can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com where we have all our trip planning guides for all the Disney parks and we have there, there. There's always new content, so make sure you check it out. You know, on a daily basis. Why not? Um, you can also follow us on social media, um, Twitter and Instagram at TDR Explore. Also on Facebook, Facebook.com/TDR Explore. Or if you're on Pinterest, we're also on Pinterest. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And the next time you hear from me, I'm going to be decked out in my Chippendale outfits. I promise you. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> and joining, as always, is the beautiful Patricia.
1: Um, the next time you see me, I'm going to be wearing my pirate princess outfit outfit with a bottle of rum in my hand <laughs> <laughs> dancing in the disney sea sun. <laughs> um you guys, thank you for everything. Uh we're almost an episode 100, so send us your ideas. Um keep exploring and we'll see you later. Bye.
0: Until next time, explorers.